Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. I am genuinely and thoroughly excited this week because we got some snowfall. If you are in the state of Maryland, this week is the first week of us actually getting snowfall. And it's so exciting. It looks so beautiful outside. You are all cozy up in your home. You have your favorite blanket. You have your drink of choice and you're just relaxing. It's like the snow makes you slow down. It makes you put a halt on your plans. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need that refresher and sometimes we just need that break. And sometimes it needs not to be at our discretion. If we're being honest, because if it's up to us, we'll be everywhere and then some. And if you are a mommy like me, or if you are an individual like me, you know what I mean. There's always something that needs to be done. So it does feel good to just be in the house and just allow the world to just rotate around you and you just sit still for a second just for a second. So last week, we talked about part of me that's free. And within the episode, we really dove into getting rid of the baggage and the burden and the things that have really been holding us back from being able to go after the goals that we want to go after, because we probably made certain decisions that did not pan out the way we wanted to, or maybe it did pan out the way we wanted to, but it caused us to acquire some things along the way. Before starting your new profound and big goals, you want to make sure that whatever is going to impact that resource that you need for that new goal, make sure that's taken care of. Go go in full throttle. Make sure that's taken care of. Get rid of it. Get, get it off your back. Get it out the way so that it doesn't come back later on and impact the future goal that you're working towards. Because I'll tell you, in one way, shape, or form, it does. It always finds its way back around. So it's like, take care of it. Deal with it. And if you have the capacity to introduce other goals that does not require the same resource, absolutely do that. But if it does require the same resource, example, time, money, or whatever that that looks like for you, take care of that. Minimize as much as possible or completely just get rid of it entirely, right? And then work towards that new goal because we don't want that other goal popping its rear head and, and ruining things for us, right? So take care of those things. This week, we're going to dive into a necessary topic, and it is part of me leaving it alone. So what better way to introduce an idea or to explain something than to give some level of an illustration? And so that's what I'm going to do for you right now. And this is a real life situation that transpired here. So my daughter, when she was young, her hair was so was fragile. If if that's a if that's the best term that I can can identify it to be, it was so fragile. Her hair did not like tension. And of course, I know when it comes to children, you have to be very, very, very delicate with their hair because of the hair follicles and everything it's it's growing, it's developing, it's strengthening itself. But also furthermore, you have to be very careful with the products that you are putting into their hair. 
So when she was younger, I'll say around the age of two, is when I began to do her hair, you know, dress it up, make it pretty, add a little bit of braids here and beads here. And I realized, and it took some time for me to realize it, that her hair was not taking to the styles that I, were do- what I was doing. So I changed up the styles. I said, less tension styles. We're going to do things that are maybe, maybe twist or two strands or whatever, right? So I made less in, in, invasive styles of her hair. And I still found that it wasn't working very well. And so I said, okay, I switched up something. I switched up how I'm doing her hair. What next? I'm like, you know what? The products. Let me switch up the products that I'm using for her hair. And I'm not going to say what the products were, um, but I was using what I thought was kid-friendly products. It, it indicated they were kid-friendly products. So I'm going on YouTube. I'm going on Instagram. I'm going on TikTok. I'm going to all these different places. Um, I'm even reaching out to her dermatologist. And depending on the type of dermatologist you have, some of them are very holistic when it comes to children. And they try to refrain from introducing any type of steroid or something like that into your child's hair or or to your child in general, um, simply because, you know, don't don't test on children. Uh, but furthermore, it's like, let's see if we can eliminate or change the way we're doing some things first before identifying it to be an actual problem. So it was, you know, take a look at the products that's being used and these different things. So we, we kind of adjust it, right? And it's not changing. If anything, I feel as though her hair is getting weaker and her hair is not responding well to it. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? You know, and it's very difficult for me as an individual, I I can't say as a population as a whole, to see that I am trying to make something better or I'm trying to fix something, find a solution to something and it's not working. And it was just hurting my heart. And, you know, you know, she's a kid, so she doesn't know any, any different of what's happening, but it's hurting my heart. And eventually I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm done. I'm just going to leave it alone. So I went back to the old way. I used I started using Blue Magic when my mother had used in my hair and that was it. I washed her hair with um very sensitive pr- products. So it didn't have a lot of, you know, those fragrances and alcohol and all those different things in there. Uh, sensitive products for just to shampoo her hair, to clean her hair. And I just did Blue Magic and I would brush it. And the styles that I would do were less intense styles. And two years later, now, and over the course of that time, her hair began to grow. It began to strengthen. It began to thicken. It just, it flourished so well. And I was astonished. Her hair started to retain its length. Uh, Spots that were struggling to grow were beginning to grow to the point where I couldn't even find the spot that was having the trouble. Um, We're still going through the journey and the process, but I found that it wasn't me needing to complicate it more, right? It wasn't me needing to add more and to do more. It, it, it was me literally backing off and just leaving it alone. When we enter into a particular phase or stage within our goal, and being that we have come into the new year, typically this is the time frame when people establish the most of their new goals or introduce the most change into their life. We, we get into a point where nothing's happening. It just kind of seems stagnant. 
there's not a lot of movement. You're not going up or down, you're just kind of kind of stagnant. And this is usually the that area where you start maintaining your goal and you start to have those those um, moments of doubt and all those things kind of start to to roll over and fall in, right? So that happens and you're trying to figure out what is the next step? How do we combat this? How do we approach this? What do we do? The ability to adapt and adjust is a thing that separates a good business from a business that may not progress or have the same level of traction as a business that actually does that and implements that type of principle and model. In the same way, when you are establishing your goals, and I say this often, sometimes you have to look at your personal goals in the same way you operate a business, right? You have to be willing to adapt and adjust. Identify the problem, figure out what's going on, and then try to find a solution to that. But here's the the piece to it. Here's the big piece to it is once you have identified the problem, you said this is the problem, right? And you have identified the solution, you have to give it time to see if it works. Trial and error to a certain capacity or what it looks like is embedded in everything we do. It's embedded in business operations in the same way it's embedded on how we approach something. It's all there. And so in order for you to have a trial to occur, you have to give it time to get all the data you need to determine if this was a successful trial or this was something that was was not good, throw in the trash, we start over again. And so when I say leaving it alone, I'm saying this, when you have found the problem, you have given it a solution You've done all you can do when your your solution to some capacity involves you in it. Rather, it is the the mental concept of whatever that solution looks like or actually going forth and getting your hands dirty, implementing it, whatever that looks like. But you have to give it time to actually transpire and actually go. There may be errors or you may have hit the lucky jackpot and you identify the solution that works and it's good and and you didn't have no time that's wasted. But the time that is wasted, it's also lessons and opportunity to learn from it. Now, if you have established a solution and you are not sticking to what the solution is, you also have to check that. You have to check yourself as well. You can't say that something did not work if you were not consistent with it right? But when you are consistent with it, and if you're realizing it's not working, what does that time period look like? And I think that's also very good for you to identify that as well. What's that time period look like to where you say that this is not working? But before you jump to there, you have to give it time to happen. Taking it back to my daughter's hair story, there were countless of months that I was just all around experimenting and not loosely or blindly experimenting. There was, there was some data or there was some research that was pulled together and that was literally resourcing some of my good friends who are in the beauty industry and they're cosmetologists and they have their license and looking on Google, like all these different things, like the, the resources were there, right? But after I exhausted all those resources and done everything that I, I, and my my power, willpower felt that I can do, that's when I went into the area of, you know, we're not going to do anything else. 
We're just gonna we're just gonna keep it as simple as possible. But even still, that was a trial and error space. That was still me experimenting to see if me overcomplicating a situation, overcomplicating the situation, if that was in fact what happened. But I wouldn't have been able to get to that point without going through the complexity part. And not to say that that is for everyone because some people do it the opposite end. Let's start very, very basic. Let's start very, very micro. And then we we go into the extreme end of it. Just so happens I did it backwards, right? But nonetheless, she was not harmed (laughs) in the process of it. But nonetheless, it had to happen for me to get to the result or for me to get to the, the space of now knowing what her hair needs and does not necessarily need. So all in all, when you are going through your goal and you get to that space of where things become stagnant, and absolutely, you want to try to figure out if there, because it may not even be a problem. It may just, in fact, be stagnant sometimes is a good space. It's sometimes a good space, especially if you're coming over a hurdle or something um, that was very p- potentially detrimental to your business or to your personal life. Sometimes being stagnant is a good space to be, right? But if you're in a place where you can afford the opportunity of testing the waters and testing the boundaries and then just kind of experimenting, do it. See what happens right? Because if it doesn't work, you know where stagnant was, you know where the safe spot was, it you can go back to that, right? So uh, test, test the boundaries, test the water, see what happened. And if it thrives from that, great. If it does not experiment and try something new. But you have to give it time, you have to do it. And then you have to literally leave it alone. See what happens from there. And then devise a new plan of action if need be. But Leaving it alone does not mean you say what the solution is and then not do anything to contribute to that solution. Leaving it alone means that you identify the solution and what you said the solution is going to be, you be consistent with it. You don't try to keep adding or removing or playing around with stuff. You just be consistent with it for a while to determine if that works. That's how science experiments work. You have category A, category B, category C. This category has this stuff in it. This has this and then this has this. And you don't bother it. You see how they perform, right? And then you go from there. But the moment you start tampering with the foundations of the experiments or whatever that looks like, now you you are at a place of potentially contaminating it. Your results are not going to be consistent because you took a variable away or you added something there that wasn't initially there. So you cannot, your your results are now inconclusive. You can't get thorough and real results from it because you tamper with it too much. But but nonetheless, essentially, when you think about it, you like it, it makes sense, right? So when you are identifying your goals, when you're getting into the space of maintaining it because, you know, it's now a stagnant space and you're trying to experiment, see what works, see what doesn't work. As always, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful and a safe week. Don't forget to check out the website for the free interactive printables and stay tuned for more information on things that's going to be happening with the brand. But as always, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys so much. And thank you so much for being part of me. Mm -hmm.